Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified live cast. I'm sitting here with Brady Chambers. Hey. How's it going today, Brady? It's going. You, you living with your beanie? Oh, yeah. Always. Always. Cool. <laughs> we are sitting back in the back of Stellar Coffee. We, are, we have another great guest for you, Hieronymus Boggs. How Hello you there. And you said it's okay to call you Boggs? Boggs, yeah. Sweet, All right. sweet. We will do that. It, I won't forget the name Boggs. I got a buddy. His last name is Boggs, and that's oh, what cool. we call him. So. Two Gs, though? Uh, no, one G. Really? Yeah, wow. one G. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, Boggs. Yes. The first question we always lead off with is, what got you started in music? Well, I was a I was studying fine art, and uh, I thought of trying to do some music, and so I was uh, in doing art. You know, you draw, so you put a line here, a line there, and you make a drawing. So I was thinking that, hey, I can play music. I put a sound here and a sound there, and I have a song. Mm -hmm. You're kind of very conceptual. And uh, so I started trying to play music. I didn't know anything about playing any instrument or singing, but I started recording right away because I was thinking of, about it as a conceptual process. Mm -hmm. You know, So that's how I got into music. Sweet, sweet. Um, who, who are some of your influences? Um, when I started doing music, I was listening mostly to uh, hillbilly music from the 1930s. Really? Um, like stuff like the Carter Family, um, Bascom, Lamar, Lunsford, all these weird named, you know, folk musicians. Any of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, you, you could, the stuff that, that uh, brought on Woody Guthrie, you know, oh, before okay. Woody Guthrie. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, yeah, that's kind of how I started. So from there, it's just natural to go to um, a Dylan. Mm -hmm. And and then over time, and I'm talking like over years, then going to like the Beatles. And then, yeah. you know, it's just kind of like a natural progression. Sure, sure. And they all kind of shared a lot. Like Woody Guthrie, Dylan got a lot from Woody Guthrie. Mm -hmm. And the Beatles got a lot from Dylan and, you know, so on yeah. and so forth. So um, that that's kind of like my beginnings cool that, that's awesome um so where are you from like uh i'm from brooklyn new york okay. born and raised and uh i uh, about eight years ago i moved up to upstate new york rochester new york okay oh. the home of kodak and uh, there's a great scene up in rochester a great music scene there yeah, yeah and uh i've really enjoyed it a lot um, at that, at the same time, I was touring, so I was coming out west, mm -hmm. southwest, and west. And uh, you know, I liked the desert. And uh, after visiting over a number of years, I was I was ready to lay down some roots here. Yeah. And especially because in the winter, when you're in Rochester, you have to disappear for, yeah. you know, if you're touring, you can't be in the East Coast at all, or even the middle of the country. So yeah. I said, all right, if I'm in the Southwest, I can tour through the winter yeah. and then I can head up east in, in, in the, the, uh, the summertime. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're, you're now in the south? Yes. You're located? I'm at uh, Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. Oh, oh sweet. Yeah. Nice, nice. What's the uh, music scene like out there? Um, it's, uh, it's not very big. Um, there are locals who play most of the most of the gigs i can't say i know a lot of musicians there really okay. mm -hmm. since i've only been here for sure i've been there for a short time mm -hmm. um but there is um it seems like uh there's some people trying to develop the scene there 
I have a friend, Chantelle uh, Williams, who is, um, she, she has a, a performance night at the, at the local winery. Okay. And once a month, so I've been doing some of that. You know, and there's some other opportunities and galleries and so on and so forth. Cool, cool. Yeah. Do you miss uh, New York? Um, not really. I like, I like to um, be in a situation where I'm making or creating something yeah. mm -hmm. rather than just trying to plug into things that are already existing. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, and I think that's probably why I was touring so much. Like, you know, get out yeah. of my town and go somewhere else. Yeah. It was easier to get. Uh, gigs in Rochester and to be real busy yeah you know but I wanted to try to expand from there yeah understood yeah what's your um what's your creative process like I try to do I try to um surround myself daily with uh things of interest that uh maybe huh. uh, thematically what my work is about so be it visual like looking at artwork um I recite poetry in my performances as well, so reading, uh, you know, mostly older poets, stuff from like the 12th century, mm -hmm. oh. 16th century, you know, uh, older older poems, but also finding the links between the old poetry and how they still relate to now. Mm -hmm. oh. And so it's kind of similar to when I started doing music. I was looking at 1930s music, and but seeing how it still related to now. Yeah. And, and it kind of, I feel like it gives me the freedom to take something and reinterpret it rather than listening to new music and yeah, then yeah. having to go through that process. For me personally, I, I don't like to put too much in front of my face at one time yeah. um, so I can digest what I'm involved in. Understood. That's sweet. Did I answer that question? Yes. Yes. I yes. believe so. <laughs> How do you uh, kind of decide what you're going to write about? What's, what's that process like? Well, I'm, I'm usually um, reading things that relate to the to ideas I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to write music that that asks questions about life, like mm -hmm. what are we doing, where are we going, mm -hmm. what are we? Yeah. You know, kind of like big, broad questions. Uh, so I'm looking at work that I feel asks those questions. I'm looking at movies that might ask those questions or or movies that um do what i would like to do when i'm performing mm -hmm. what the experience that the audience would have yeah when i see a movie and i see wow that's what i want my audience to experience then i want to study that you know like mm. um like wes anderson i yeah. love his movies um not just because of the style but because it feels like he respects the audience mm -hmm. And I want my the audience to feel like I'm being respectful to them, yeah, yeah. and but also challenging in different ways. Yeah. And I feel like he does that. Um, and I like also how um, his approach is not like hyper realistic; it's actually actually more simplified. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's more like a play than yeah. a movie. Yeah. And so you yeah. know, I just getting involved in in looking at different different ways artists communicate. Sweet, sweet. Um, so, do you have any? Um, where are you at in your musical process? Are you like writing right now, recording, strictly touring, or? I'm about to start recording. I, I need to start recording soon. Okay. And um, so I have a bunch of new songs, things that I started when I moved from Rochester, mm -hmm. and I've just been adding some. You know, like in the past few 
in the week I've probably written two and that's added to about five or six that I've written yeah. in, in mm -hmm. TRC yeah. you know so I have a good full album now cool, cool. Yeah, cool. to record do you have um I'm, I'm assuming you've recorded before do you have yep. CDs sure um, and what's that process kind of like when you sit down and say okay I'm done writing I'm gonna record what's yeah. that process like for you um I guess as I'm writing, I'm getting a sense of the of the direction, mm -hmm. and I try to to think about what is the overall theme, or or is there one song that kind of encapsulates that group mm -hmm. of songs that I'm working on? Yeah, or is it uh, will the the song connotate like if I use a song as the title of the album? Yeah, mm -hmm. will it connotate something just in its word, mm -hmm. just in its title alone? And, uh, you know, that'll kind of get me to decide where I'm going. And then from there, I think about the artwork. Because I find that if, if I look at a piece of artwork and then I think about the songs, it helps me to kind of order them mm -hmm. and to consider what kind of mood I want to create. Yeah. And, and, and then that'll help in the recording process, thinking about the kind of instruments I want to have. Um, yeah how simple I want the recording to be. I've done stuff where I have like 20 something people playing on oh. my albums. Oh, wow. So in the past, uh, the last album, I stripped it down and I kept eight tracks and I said, I'm, I'm just going to do eight tracks, mm -hmm. you know, or less. Yeah. Um, it just felt right for that, a very natural earthy kind of album. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Sweet. Um, so when you're sitting down and for, to record, is it usually like one song kind of defines the album or do you go in or do you write a bunch of songs and then cherry pick from the songs that you've already written when you assemble the album? Yeah. Um, I think they end up relating a lot to each other. Sometimes at the end I have, to, I kind of decide if, if one relates more to my previous work mm -hmm. than to the newer work and then I might just keep that one off. Mm -hmm. Especially if if a certain song calls for a certain kind of instrumentation mm -hmm. which is not the mood of that yeah. album so then I'll I'll make choices based on that um but I feel like they they kind of grow um they naturally grow it's like a the the album is like um like a tree and the branches that are coming out are the songs. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah. since since I'm focused on the ideas, they kind of work well together. Yeah. I don't know if they're here in the spell. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so for people that don't know who you are and never heard any of your sure. music, what, can you give us like a crash course of what kind of music you do? And um, Yeah, I started off doing this um, this country music on steroids okay back in the 90s early 90s and uh, i've kind of um gotten slower and more contemplative over time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i've even my my singing has changed because i when i started i wasn't a singer and i so i was just singing how yeah however i could at the moment and i was more influenced by that the hillbilly music which is nasally yeah and uh kind of sometimes a little more monotone you know depending on the style so i kind of use that to allow me to make music 
mm-hmm. over time I've kind of just been getting to know what my voice is in singing and so lately it's been a little more um some people have said a, a little operatic um which I don't really like the word but I think it is what's there's something going yeah. on there yeah. where the way I'm holding certain notes and um but maybe a bit Leonard Cohen okay um Dylan sometimes um I feel like as of now I my my voice is becoming more personal mm-hmm. I I think it, it it reflects you know me more yeah at this point than it ever has so nice nice so as somebody that's been in the music industry um and I'm assuming you've gone on tour or bigger tours do you have any cool tour stories that or any interesting interactions with fans well yeah i i tour with my wife and my son okay and um so we've pretty much been all around the country sometimes we've done like almost like a circle Mm -hmm. around the country um and they're not cool stories like a band on tour yeah well, that's um, why I, more I rephrased like, it to interesting. It's more like our family experience. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we mm-hmm. travel together and we, and we do gigs together and we see the country together. And my son's homeschooled, so he's learning as he's on the road. Yeah. Um, and for me, that's, it's like how I want to be living, mm-hmm. you know, rather than just the experiences. But in terms of meeting people and making friends, it's incredible to be able to say I know someone in Washington State. Yeah. I know someone in Oregon. I know people in California, you know, New Mexico, yeah. Minnesota, yeah. you know, Michigan. Yeah. And my son as well knows people. Yeah, he has know, friends. Like, all yeah. In education, you can't get staying at one place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, and, and I'm not, I'm definitely not any kind of big act at all. I'm mm-hmm. pretty much um, DIY. I I book my own gigs and sometimes I don't get paid and yeah. I'll do tips and you know but I do have my albums they're on iTunes mm-hmm. and they can be purchased pretty much my whole you know my whole collection uh my first band was called Swamp Belly okay Swamp Swamp Belly and then uh and then I started a band called Boggs Visionary Orchestra okay so you can find there are some Boggs Visionary Orchestra albums okay. And which are a little more on the countryside mm-hmm. and conceptual satirical work. Mm-hmm. And then as then about three albums ago I, I included Hieronymus Boggs. Okay. So it was the birth of Hieronymus Boggs. It was a, a Boggs Visionary Orchestra album, but it mm-hmm. was a transition album. It was mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, what what was what's been some of the uh, most interesting places you've played that you wouldn't think would have, or yeah. Let me yeah. Let me simplify that. Yeah, what interesting places that you played? I really like house shows. Okay, house shows. You know, are... I really like house shows, DIY places. Mm-hmm. You know, even if they're not too big, um, because it's it's intimate and mm-hmm. you make eye contact and you can talk, and uh, you know people are there you know, for the music, yeah. um, lots of interesting places in terms of, uh, community spaces, mm-hmm. sometimes, uh, galleries. Yeah. It, it's weird. Some, 
in for what I do, I'm never sure what environment is is really going to click with what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm. Since it's a little odd, I I recite and then I I go into a song and sometimes mm. I bring out objects that I use to kind of tie my songs and my poetry together. Cool. And I'll get off stage sometimes and do yeah. mm -hmm. things here and there. So I'm never quite sure how people are going to respond and some places it works really well. Cool. And sometimes it's just, eh, you know, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, that happens. Yeah. So. Um, so what kind of advice would you give to younger musicians that are just starting off? Yep. Um, I think similar advice than I've heard, that I've heard other established musicians give is uh, not to think about other people. Yeah. Um, is a big one. And to um, commit yourself to what you want to do, like like I'm going to do it and focus and you know uh, keep trying. You know nothing happens overnight. You know the, a lot of people that we admire, mm -hmm. it took them you know ten years, twenty years to to actually get any kind of recognition yeah. if that's what you're going for. Yeah. So I would say, love what you're doing, focus, and enjoy it. And don't worry about what other people think. Yeah, Good answer. That, that's Good answer. great advice. I will yeah. love that advice. So you're getting ready to play Roswell tonight. Have yep. you ever played Roswell? Or nope, this is my first time. Oh, Welcome ever, to Roswell. Ever yeah. being here? Have you ever? Nope, played? never been here and first time playing. What are you looking forward to the most? Um, just seeing how people respond, you know, and and uh, the first, uh, the first kind of eye contact, and because uh, you know you you do something and then. Either people just look down at their table or mm -hmm. or they're there with you, yeah. you know, so that's yeah. I look forward to that. Um, and uh, I think also uh, I try what I try to do with my set is to kind of it just builds on top of itself. Mm -hmm. And hopefully at the end, there's a sense of like, oh, like really? a drop and yeah. like, whoa, OK, what was like what was that exactly, yeah. and what what happened there? Yeah. So the, for people to kind of feel that sense of like, like when the credits of a movie come down. Yeah. yeah. I understood. Yeah. So now's the point of the interview where we ask our favorite question. The most okay. important question. I'm, I'm uh, ready. Uh, I, I think. I wouldn't say most important <laughs> question, but it's our favorite question for sure. It's a good question. Why music? Why music? It was an accident. I was studying fine art. And I started doing music, and then I realized that music, it infiltrates. You know, art, art piece can stay on the wall, and people can walk right by it. But there's something in music, it's a sound, it's a mm. wave, and so it gets in people's ears, it gets in their mind, it gets in their, you know, in their psyche. Mm -hmm. And it's a wonderful way to communicate. Yeah. And I feel that art, it's like... A lot of people don't know how to approach a piece of art to actually get the information from that yeah. piece. And I understand that as an artist. Mm -hmm. um, and I love visual work. Yeah. But it's most people kind of will, will walk by and just see the surface. Just kind yeah. of glance over it. Yeah. But music, you almost don't even have to think about it. You can almost feel part of what the artist is doing mm -hmm. and um, without understanding it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Right. Very true. So, well, we're not going to hold you much longer. Um, sure. Just give you an opportunity to go ahead and plug anything you got coming up, your social media, all that fun stuff, where people can find you. 
Okay. Um, I'm I'm booking a West Coast tour at the moment, okay. so cool. that would be that would be for February, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm starting to record a new album. Um, my website is HeronymousBogs.com, okay. and if you're wondering how to spell Hieronymus, there's an artist called Hieronymus Bosch. He's a painter. The, he he did the, uh, the the Garden of Earthly Delights, famous painting. Mm-hmm. Um, H i e r o n y m u s Hieronymus Boggs, uh, and I have a Facebook as well, band Facebook, and uh, I'm on SoundCloud, and I can be found on iTunes. You know, uh, Boggs Visionary Orchestra, Hieronymus Boggs, Swamp Belly. Sweet, yeah. sweet. Well, thank you very much for taking time out of your thank schedule you guys. before your before your show here. I know some musicians they like to just relax, and we always appreciate it when a musician yeah. gives us fifteen twenty minutes to sit sure. and talk shop. Great and, questions. Uh, yeah, thank thanks. you very much. Yeah. We really appreciate you coming down here, and I think you're going to appreciate the Roswell crowd. It's a good, it's crowd. a good crowd, very awesome. good crowd. It's a yeah, it looks yeah. like it. So definitely. Um, we want to thank you again for taking time to sit down with us and uh, thank you everybody for listening uh, we have a couple of sponsors we'd like to thank thank you Stellar Coffee for uh, letting us record in their back room you can find them on Facebook at Stellar Coffee Company um, thank you to Zen Sports for being a proud supporter of what we do thank you to the Liberty another proud supporter they can be found at thelibertyinc.com um, and then you can also find us on Facebook at Live and Amplified Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that fun stuff. And then make sure you visit us on our website at liveandamplified.net. What's our Snapchat? Uh, Live and Amplified. Live and Amplified? Yeah. Okay. Or it might be Live and Amplified Show. Live and Amplified Show? Yeah. Okay. Because we're special. Cause yeah. For some reason. There's already a Live and Amplified or something? Probably. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thank you, everybody. And we hope you have a good day. Take care. Thank See you. you.